Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. This next story is brought to you in partnership with the May Gibbs Centenary Celebrations. Just in case you haven't heard, in 2018, Snugglepot and Cuddlepie, the adorable Gumnut Brothers, created by author and illustrator May Gibbs, turn an incredible 100 years old. Not that they look it. There are celebrations happening around the country, and you can hear Snugglepot and Cuddlepie stories right here on Kindling Kids Radio, read by the wonderful Lala and Buzz, the band leader. It's got lots of sound effects. They're beautiful sounding stories, so you, you must tune in for them. Here to tell us more about the life of our gumnut creator is Rosalie May, brand manager for May Gibbs. Hi, Rosalie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Lovely to be here. What a wonderful job you've got. I know. I'm very lucky. I love it. I love every day. Coming, <laughs> I love going to work every day, which is, you know, it's, a, it's great to be able to do something that you really enjoy. And I mean, May Gibbs is really iconic for Australians, particularly Snugglepot and Cuddlepie. Most of us remember some part of our childhood with Snugglepot and Cuddlepie. Um, do you have any memories of growing up with them? You know, it's funny because when I started looking after the brand, my mum felt really terrible because we I've always known the characters, I've always known the stories. I, they were completely familiar to me, but she feels that she was really remiss because she doesn't think she actually read us the stories. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. I've since read them, read them to my kids. And um, yeah, I, they, were, they, they were just part of my life. So, you know, I think even though um, perhaps we weren't reading the stories um, all the time as kids, we we just, we were really aware of the beautiful illustrations and um, and who they were. May Gibbs was an interesting woman. Can you tell me a bit about her life? Yeah, she was a very interesting woman. Um, obviously, everyone focuses on the stories of the gumnut babies and snuggle pot and cuddle pie, but her life itself, you know, she, she came to Australia when she was four. She lived in South Australia to begin with. Then they moved to Western Australia, finally settling in Perth, uh, where she grew up, um, up to her sort of into her 20s, and ended up then over in London several times studying art of different types and then eventually settled back in Sydney where she stayed until her death. So, you know, her life, she was involved in the suffragette movement in London, um, drawing illustrations of uh, different events and things that were happening in that movement. She was a botanical artist. She was a cartoonist. She was the first female cartoonist in Australia with the longest running cartoon of its type ever in Australia with Bib and Bub and also was probably, I think, the only person, one of the only people to have two uh, strips running concurrently. So she had another one called Tiggy Touchwood as well. So just a really interesting woman in her own right, a great sense of humour. She didn't keep a diary as such. She preferred to draw pictures and little cartoons when she communicated with her family and friends. So uh, there's not that diary that you could, that we can all look at to see about her life, but we can see her life through her pictures. 
Do you think she was unusual for her time? I mean, it doesn't, I can't imagine there would have been too many women studying art and then making a commercial success of that art Absolutely. in her time. Yeah, she was very fortunate. And she says that in any, you know, where she has said anything about, about it. And there's an audio interview that she did the year before she died um, that you can hear online where she talks about, she had a very fortunate life. She had wonderful parents who supported her artistic endeavours. And the ability to be able to travel to London as she did and live there as a young woman. And then she did work in London as well after she'd studied. And then to come back to Sydney and forge a career the way she did. She was a real entrepreneur. Uh, She was always looking for new business opportunities. Um, she did all her negoci- own negotiations on her deals. Um, so she was yeah, a very, very interesting and um, woman ahead of her time, I think. She was also, you know, we, we'd call a greenie now. So, you know, really interested in the environmental uh, environmental side of things. And, you know, that was, again, not something that was, you know, sort of what everyone was doing at the time. So She was interested in the um, impact humans were having on the environment. When, I mean, she was observing things back then yeah. that were happening to the environment that we were doing. Absolutely. The front, at the beginning of the Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie book, there's a plate that she drew which says, humans, please be kind to all animals and don't pull flowers up by the roots. <laughs> so, you know, she, she, that was every, the environment was everything to her. And in fact, she wasn't married till she was in her early 40s. Um, she didn't have children of her own. Her creations were her children and just her world was that fantasy world that she lived in. That's where she liked to be and, you know, enjoyed spending her time on bushwalks and in her garden and just immersing herself in nature. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Rosalie May. She's the May Gibbs brand manager. And we're talking about May Gibbs and, of course, the Gumnut Babies, Snugglepot and Cuddle Pie, because it's the centenary this year of Snugglepot and Cuddle Pie. And um, May Gibbs was an amazing woman. And we're just, uh, Rosalie was just telling us a little bit about her history, how she was a greenie before we knew what a greenie was. Uh, what happened with the copyright to her books? That's a, a really special story in itself. So everyone obviously is very aware of the characters and the stories she wrote. But the other side to her amazing story is that um, when she died, she left all the copyright in her works to two charities. So the first one is the Northcott Society and the other is the Cerebral Palsy Alliance. Both provide services to children and adults um, in the Northcott's, in Northcott's case with disability. So all the royalties on any products sold that we, cre- you know, that we create under the Gibbs Banner, go to support both those charities and their amazing work that they do. What a legacy. I mean, apart from her art and her words, that's incredible. So how did you become involved with the organisation? I was just very lucky. Uh, I knew someone who uh, knew someone uh, who was uh, <laughs> managing yeah managing the the brand at the time, and they were looking for someone to come on board and and really um, get things moving for the centenary. So we had the Gumnut Babies Centenary in two thousand and sixteen, and that was our practice. And we were really you know working towards this centenary this year for Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie. We wanted to one of the things that the the two charities are really um, passionate about is ensuring that that you know they really respect the legacy that they've been left and not just the financial support that it provides to them, but also they think it's really important that they honour her, you know, her stories and her characters. And we want to make sure that people don't forget about them and that they continue to be part of our history and, you know, to, to hold a really special place for 
kids for generations to come because, you know, the, the stories and the illustrations in particular are just so beautiful and so uniquely Australian. We don't want those to disappear. So... One part of that, of course, is that the Gumnut Babies, this uh, Vivid Festival, are going to be massive. They are, larger than life. In (laughs) fact, they're larger than life in a couple of ways. So they're on the Customs House at the moment, which is being really well received. It's a beautiful uh, tribute to the centenary. So the creative uh, directors from Ample Projects took the three stories that make up the complete adventures of Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie and they created they took all they took the main characters and have created a you know a story that pays tribute to that to the essence of those oh, so um, it's not three just stories. one one image no it's an animation that runs oh, wow. for almost 10 minutes so How we fabulous. see you see all your favorite characters snugglepot cuddle pie little ragged blossom mr lizard the banksia men and it's just a really beautiful journey through the Australian bush as they and on their way to visit the city and see, you know, what happens in the big smoke. So, <laughs> um, so it's really it's a really beautiful um, approach that they've taken as well. They've taken quite an old fashioned approach. It's um, in the, all the all the animated frames were hand drawn wow. and illustrated, and there's over fifteen thousand of them that have been created to come together to make this projection that's part of Vivid Sydney's 10th birthday. So we were really pleased to um, be able to celebrate with them their 10th birthday and our 100th birthday. So what other events are kind of are happening around Australia for those that can't make it to Vivid in Sydney? We have, there's still a few things on the boil, so, you know, watch this space. But uh, at this point, as, along with Vivid, we have uh, in South Australia, in starting from August at Carrickill House and Garden, they have a beautiful storyboard garden storybook trail there that currently doesn't feature any Australian um, authors so we thought something needs to be done about that so May Gibbs is the first Australian author to feature in the garden and that so the May Gibbs storybook garden will launch in August along with a an exhibition of botanical art which will feature some of May Gibbs art plus others so it's taking more of the the focus and the look at her botanical um, that side of her that botanical art side of her career and that will be running from August through to to about early November, so that's in South Australia, and um, we have uh, we're working with the State Libraries Network from summer in their summer reading program, and um, we're constantly working with the State Library of New South Wales on various events. The other one that's happening at the moment that's really exciting is at Wildlife Sydney Zoo, where we have a beautiful brand um, activity branded activity trail, I guess, through where you can you can go through the attractions with um, Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie see all the animals and then finish up on the koala rooftop for story time, which runs a couple of times a day, which is really lovely. Oh, that's exciting. And watch the space of a, what website can people go to they if more go, things come to? Yeah, right. www.maygibbs.org. Oh, that's an easy one all to the remember. information there. <laughs> and look, finally, before I let you go, what do you think makes the May Gibbs story so timeless? I think the they're just iconically Australian even, you know, when I've read them to my kids now, the language isn't too hard to digest, I don't think. And just the pictures, the illustrations, every time I look at one, I see something new. I notice some little detail that she's put in there. She was a great, obs- she was a great observer of human life and of just, you know, everything going on. So I think, yeah, the, the timelessness is just that, that simplicity, you know, the stories of friendship, good and evil, nature, love of nature, you know, getting outdoors, etc. I don't think that ever changes. So, you know, I think there's always something in that for everyone. Rosalie, thank you so much for your time. Pleasure to be here.
That was Rosalie May, brand manager for May Gibbs, and you can listen to Tales from the Billabong in the free Kindling app or head to our website to enter the competition to win a May Gibbs prize pack.